good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by NACDI's Four Sisters Farmer's Market, open every Thursday from 11 to 3. Yes, and uh, it's exciting. It's a great place to to be seen and see people uh, and pick up some veggies and some healthy food and uh, see what's going on and get to pick up some swag and things like that. And I know I can't wait until Thursday myself. I love being out there. Hey, we are in that season again, and, uh, and it's exciting and scary and great time to be alive. And we are here with Derek. Uh, the hill and we are going to be talking about uh make voting a tradition and i really am uh, interested in what's happening and how this came about and first of all i want to do is welcome you to native roots radio and you're on mute thank you for having me miigwech Right on. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, first your organization and and, and what it does. Uh, I know these cycles uh, are very important to Indian country, and it's very important that we get out the vote because we've seen in the past how elections have been turned all across Turtle Island and here in Minnesota by the native vote. Our vote is important. Our MVAD program is a program of NACTI, Native American Community Development Institute, Institute, located right on Franklin Avenue, South Minneapolis, right in the American Indian Cultural Corridor. Um, we're a multi-generational program. Uh, we want to get you out there every time. We want you to grab the kids. We want you to bring aunties and grandma and everybody to go vote and, and make that a tradition. Absolutely. When you talk, Derek, uh, about uh, tradition, we know if we can get our young ones to vote right away, they'll be lifetime voters, and uh, statistics, statistics have shown that. And getting out the Native vote and telling our young ones how important it is uh, is very important. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh, that's where we make the real change happen. The very act of sitting in, for instance, ward forums or to be at any event where our representatives are uh, at the tables, community meetings, being on the school board. Uh, these are all spaces that weren't intended for us. But when we sit down and we have a, a native presence in those spaces, all of a sudden the talks change, the ideas change the feeling of the space changes. And once that space was devoid of our voice, now it's a place where we can be heard. Now it's a place where we can make big changes happen. Um, And if we continue to engage in those spaces, um, our kids are watching. Our children are watching us do that. And when we enter those spaces, our children can see evidently that change can and will happen if we continue on our mission to make voting a tradition. Yeah, absolutely. Derek, uh, you know, one of the things uh, also that your organization, and I know other organizations all around Turtle Island, it's really important, too, for our for our elders to get out and vote, too. And they are not used to it because of what they grew up with and the trauma and, and the things that uh, might have been promised over the years. And uh, But we're, we're really picking up on that and i think the elders are leading the way too i believe so our elders are super super valuable and important in this um a lot of them when you gain an elder to vote 
you're not only gating that one elder, my coworker Jolene would echo this sentiment, um, behind that elder is her kids and her grandkids and all they're, they're all depending on, on that elder's information. And of course, they're gonna trust that elder. So when you gain that one vote, you never know how many votes are behind. Um, that could be that could be forty votes. Yeah. Um, it's pretty pretty important as far as when you when you talk about pressing issues. This is a tough one because some of our people still don't trust the government. They they don't trust the system, and that is the very system and government that makes the most impactful changes to our communities. Uh, so MBAT's working hard to build strong relationships across Minnesota so we can uh, be relied upon to bring the correct information to our people in a good way. And when we bring that trusted information to them, we can help to repair that severed bridge between my people and the government. Right. And if you're not if you're not active in in the government, the government's going to do whatever they want. And it's a great example. I got to say, Minnesota has been kicking butt because we have a representation. And then you go to our neighbor next door uh, where they don't have any native uh, candidates. They're so gerrymandered there. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very important to be involved, um, to just be in the space like I said, we can change things just being there and saying, hi, I'm Derek. I'm, I'm Native American and just sit down and, and let the change happen. Let the space become what it's going to become because thoughts, thoughts all change once a Native American sits down and, and wants to be involved. You know, and that's a great point. And uh, talking about that here and talking about when you're tabling, making voting a tradition, um, uh, that you have that these people that are running are human. They do listen to us. They do take phone calls. They do uh, either their aides or somebody does read their email uh, emails, and they know what our uh, our issues and wants and needs are. But if you're not voting and not in into that, they go unheard. Yeah, and one of the big things about this work is we want to be able to meet our community's needs at the end of the day what is needed on the streets what is needed in the hood what is needed up on this certain reservation or out in a, a more rural population um, those are the things we want to really get down to and really talk about at at our dinner tables um, we want our kids to be at those those talks um, we definitely want our elders there because of their their oversight. They can see like like much like McGizzi, the eagle. They have that eagle eye view, and they see in a more more broader sense. Um, so their insights are very valuable for us, and that's that's definitely part of our mission in in making voting a tradition. We want that multi generational tool. To, to help everyone at the end of the day. You know, when we're talking about this and with NACD's uh, support and making voting a tradition, it normalizes us. Uh, it We're brought up. Uh, things in the news aren't all bad. It's about great things like what Red Lake's doing, you know, with the cannabis and, and for their people and their community, uh, as opposed to, you know, when I was younger, it was like, you know, we had issues of uh, police throwing our, our, our brothers and sisters in the back of a police car, you know, or in, in the trunk and, and things like that. So it's normalizing us that we're still here and we're part of the part of the system in a good way. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think anytime we can be viewed, I, I know you mentioned the Four Sisters Farmers Market that's being held each Thursday during the summer. It's a great place to be. We do table there as well and reach out to people. Um, it's it's very important for us to be seen in spaces, doing good things, um, just to improve our, vi our visibility overall. Um, and it gives us a, it, it really gives us 
more of a voice. And when our voices can be heard, that's where we can tend to the needs of the people. And that's where we really want to get to at the end of the day. Let's uh, take a quick break and then come back and talk about a few more things before we let you go. And uh, Derek uh, from uh, Natke, uh, we're making voting a tradition. We'll be right back after this short break. This is Native Ritz Radio. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And, and some, some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Sexual abuse has hurt our Native people. It's still hurting them. My cousin was raped when she was 13, and two months later she found out she was pregnant. Now she is hurt because her baby has no dad. We have to stop sexual abuse against Native women and girls. We shouldn't have to experience sexual violence. Work with us to stop this abuse. That's not too much to ask for, is it? Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. As we emerge from the shadows of the pandemic, let us celebrate our resilience and embrace the path to a brighter future. While the COVID-19 emergency declaration may be over, our commitment to safety remains stronger than ever. We invite you to stand tall and protect what matters most, our health and the well-being of our loved ones and elders. The power to keep our community safe lies within each one of us. It's important to remember the basics when you're with someone who might be at risk of COVID complications. Wear your mask, wash your hands often, and take an at-home COVID test if you have any symptoms. We are a strong and interconnected community, and together we'll emerge from this challenge stronger than ever. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep the spirit of our Native American culture thriving. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by St. Paul Public Schools, now giving out signing bonuses. Check them out at spps.org. Yes, check them out. Uh, definitely a good time to work. Go back to the schools and work. Uh, I'm a former high school teacher of 30 years and uh, worked in St. Paul. It's a great place to work. Uh, check them out at spps.org. Hey, we just got, got a couple more minutes with Derek, and we really appreciate you stopping by. And we're talking a little bit about making voting a tradition and how important it is. Uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity because we were going to uh, quick to a break, Derek, uh, just to just to speak your piece here in the next few minutes. And what I mean by that. That is tell us what uh, uh, what uh, what you're doing and what's coming up next and how we can support your work and how people can get supported by you. Sure, Miigwech. I think uh, some of the things we do is work with uh, some of our best and most beautiful artists. Um, that helps us to bring bring forth beautiful art. Firstly, um, but as you can see in the background here. Uh, that's one of our pieces and and it helps to tell our story in a way where our children can see ourselves reflected. Um, I think that's huge for us to, as you were stating before, be seen in a good way, be doing those good things. Um, that way in that way we can just build tomorrow. And I, I just really I can't say enough about that work. It's a beautiful work. That's why I'm here. That's why I want to be involved with this. I did hear one once recently that our, our Native American numbers are so low. And another thing we do is take stats and facts, and we, we convey that information. And when they talked about our Native people, our numbers were so low that, and I quote, they said, it was statistically insignificant huh. to work with the native community. And I thought I found that appalling. I'm mm -hmm. not a fan of this term at all. Um, I know that any stats 
that we can acquire and we'll have to do that ourselves but we will do that any stats that we can acquire for my people are very significant to us and very significant to our future generations so if we can share that that information um we'll all be much better when we come from facts when when we can lead with our heart and our core values um NACTI helps to 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 help keep that at the forefront leading from our core values first engaging from those core values for people um and finding our reach across the state with each and each and every uh tribal nation within minnesota we want to build a net and share resources share information share our know-how and and just be more together and i think that's that's a beautiful way to be absolutely thanks derek hey derek we want to get you on again real soon um we're really revving up uh this this political season and we need to be at the table and the old saying is like if you're not at the table and there's not a chair for you bring up a folding chair and and join in and that's what we need to do here as native americans across turtle island so thank you so much for being on and uh we will be talking to you soon miigwech right on all right hey we're gonna switch gears here haley and we have a couple of uh some uh people that i know in the community and i just want to get them on i see renee renee i haven't seen in a long time uh good to see you renee and uh, we have jill ferguson and we're going to be talking line five and what the heck's going on here welcome jill uh to native roots radio good to see you again robert and haley right on hey we got important dates coming up for you uh with your supporting of uh uh, the actions up at line three, you have a court date coming up, and I wonder if you could uh, talk a little bit about that and how we can support you uh, as, as uh, one of the the bad, you know what, uh, grandmas. Um, well, thank you for that. And um, my court date, I have a pretrial on the 21st of August, and the jury trial is a three-day jury trial, the 28th, 29th, and 30th in Bagley. Um, the 21st will be on Zoom, and I can um, send in the links for that um, to you, Haley, and maybe you can post that on the on the site later. Um, but I also want to bring up uh, all the, the other water protectors. There are still about 20 uh, outstanding cases that, that, uh, that are going to be in the, the courts across Minnesota coming up. And we just had one of our water protectors a little over a week ago found guilty with a sentencing coming up in, uh, I believe it's September 9th. And um, we've still got a, a trial coming up with, with, with Don Goodwin and, and Tanya Abed. And, um, and uh, actually, I forgot the third one anyway, um, and Winona. Um, and so, uh, you know, this, this is just, this is so egregious that this is ongoing, Robert. This was my third arrest was was two years ago on July 29th, and the fact that this is continuing is is insanity. The you know they just found a fourth uh, aquifer breach on line three. So everything that the indigenous leaders fought for what five seven years about about this pipeline going through everything that they said would happen happened and and more and can continues to happen and um you know and it's not ambridge that reports this it's um a group who's doing phenomenal work on the ground in the waters finding you know these leaks these aquifer breaches um and and it's you know, I, I, you can see I get pretty worked up, but you know, it's funny. I just was at the dentist the other day and she goes, can't you open wider? You, your, your, your mouth is really small. And I laugh my ass early <laughs> because I'm, you don't know me very well at the dental office. Anyway, um, it, it's just infuriating to me that, that for protecting the water, we are made criminals. That is insanity. We are to the point in this nation where justice is a mere concept 
That's all it is, is a concept. There's no such thing anymore. And when we defend, when, 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 when our, our government, and this is to you, uh, uh, Walsh and Flanagan and, uh, and, and Ellison, where the hell are you? Where are you? Same thing in Wisconsin. Or Governor Evers, where are you with line five? I've been in the rotunda at the Capitol with a bullhorn saying, come on down. And Robert and Haley, if you remember, I led the Never Michaels Wisconsin campaign to make sure that Tim Michaels was not our governor. And I have pictures with Governor uh, Evers with that banner, you know, Never Michaels Wisconsin thanking me upside down, inside out for, for doing the work on that. But yet he won't come out and talk about line five, about Embridge. And um, I see Embridge, frankly, as 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 a cartel. It seems like everybody's afraid of them except us, you know, water protectors who are standing up to them. And now we face punishment for protecting everyone's water. So, um, yeah, you can support by, uh, again, I'm going to send Haley the links to everybody's uh, uh, court cases that are coming up. Some of them are by Zoom, so people can, you know, be in the in the courtroom via Zoom and, and, the, and the, the water protector will know that, that you're there and that presence is, is so important to us to know that, that, um, that you all have our back. So... Right on. Jill, thank, thank you so much for uh, opening that up. And I want to get to Renee. Uh, Renee is with uh, Native Lives Matter, and I've known Renee all across Turtle Island doing great work. Welcome to Native Roots Radio, Renee. Yeah, bonjour. I'm so glad I'm here. Renee, I'm good with Shogunashimong. I'm from Bad River. I'm Bad River Tribal Elder. Um, my name is pronounced Renan um, Robert, and yeah. uh, I'm so glad to be here. I think this may be my first time here. I've been so busy. Yeah, um, I've got those good memories of organizing with Robert, walking with Robert down in St. Paul. Mm -hmm. I, uh, my background's in education. Um, I am retired from the St. Paul School District, and um, I'm semi-retired. I don't think we ever really fully retire when we have so much work to do. Um, I started organizing down in the cities, um, St. Paul, love St. Paul, um, back in 2014 and um, started with a couple of groups there with Native Lives Matter um, and focused on Native Lives Matter Coalition with uh, building the MMIW movement, bringing that visibility and awareness that was needed to this invisible um, epidemic. And I've uh, recently relocated up to the Twin Ports area. So this is where I'm located. It's in Superior. Um, Superior in Daumanungum is where I'm working now. And um, I've had the honor of organizing with Jill. Right now we're on a solidarity campaign with our allies, um, supporting uh, Bad River's call to demanding the shutdown of, of Line 5. It's an urgent solidarity call to our allies across the state of Wisconsin. We've been organizing since um, the end of May, and we're in our second, third month, and it, so we have a series of events that have led to our most recent event here in Superior. So hey, we'll, we're, we're going to come back with you. We're going to come back with you guys. We got to pay the bills. That we got to go to a commercial. <laughs> You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Please stay with us. Ho! -wah. Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of Ira for transit trips, an app that connects blind and low vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. Ira can help you determine your location, read schedules. Find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at aira.io. That's aira.io. Your neighbors are talking about the Blue Line Extension, connecting North Minneapolis, Crystal, Robbinsdale, and Brooklyn Park to the light rail transit system. I feel like a lot of times people, when they think about transit, it's like, well, it, it's a bus, it's a train, it's whatever. 
but it, it really isn't. It's a lifeline for many communities, and it feels like something that we really need here. Hear more of this story and others at yourblueline.org. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Affordable, healthy, and culturally appropriate food is accessible right in the heart of the American Indian Cultural Corridor at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. They embrace inclusivity and accessibility at Four Sisters, accepting SNAP and EBT benefits, market bucks, best produce market bucks, cash, and cards. So enjoy the abundance of fresh food regardless of your payment method at Four Sisters Farmer's Market. Open Thursdays until October from 11 to 3 at 1414 East Franklin Avenue. More at NACD.org and tell them Native Roots Radio sent you. Hey, it's Tom. Fossil fuels continue to have negative impacts on our environment. Luckily, there are more ways now than ever to use renewable energy in your home or business. All Energy Solar offers smart energy solutions like custom solar paneling, electric vehicle chargers, and energy storage. Solar panel systems can last for decades, meaning you can help the environment and cut back on electric bills for years to come. There are incentives and rebates available to most people who install solar energy, too. Last year, the federal solar tax credit increased to a 30% tax credit. This incentive can be used in combination with other incentives from your utility, county, or city. But don't delay or miss out, as many of these incentives are limited to only a certain number of people. So have a professional from All Energy Solar help you discover how solar can power up your property while saving on your energy costs. Call 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 63, then sunshine Tuesday with a high of 86. Scott Jamama's Hot Barbecue offers the huge taste of selections like baby back ribs and pulled pork sandwiches out of a little place. Scott Jamama's is located just a block west of I-35W off of West Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis. Visit their website at scottjamamas.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Yes, we've uh, been working with them for many, many years, and they do great work all over Turtle Island. Hey, uh, Renan, uh, can we talk a little bit uh, about uh, some call to action here? Because I know from the years of knowing you that you're a doer. And how can our our listeners support what's going on there in stopping Line 5? We already know Line 3 is a big mess up there with the aquifers and uh, all these things happening up there. What What can our listeners do all across Turtle Island here? Okay, we're back. Um, first, I wanted to um, put a shout out to those um, line three um, water protectors, those veterans that have, that have put the sacrifice out there, been boots to the ground, front line, um, doing the work here for many years, all going back to shutting down um, uh, on some major pipelines. Um, and I wanted to put a shout out to those line three water protectors. Part of our work that we're doing here, and um, the major part of our work that we're doing here in the Twin Ports and um, across 
going east on a highway um, to the Bad River and the Upper Michigan is to transitioning over our water protectors, opening it, those doors, putting those invites out, inviting those Line 3 water protectors to please come over and support our efforts that, that we're doing here in Wisconsin. And um, so we've, we've hosted multiple events from Superior Ashland over um, uh, one um, um, bridge event that we did um, in Bad River. Um, calling Line 3 water protectors to please come over and help support this urgent call this, of this eminent threat of this catastrophe that um, is um, there in, a, in Bad River. So number one is please get uh, a little bit more informed about we have this eminent threat of, of this oil disaster here. Um, on line five and it's it's in Bad River and it's in the it's in the Meander River there. And I want I shared in the the um, chat here the communities united by water. We're working underneath that um, under communities united by water with all of our allies. Uh, go to their webpage. Um, the blog link that I shared will give you some background about this eminent threat that we have. Um, happening here in Bad River. Um, with that, um, we are organizing with a jail across the state, um, Madison, throughout Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, over Bad River, Michigan, um, uh, collaborating with our allies over there to building this strong movement to shut down Line 5. That's the hashtag that we're using, is shut down Line 5. Um, there is no, it's, there's no option of reroute um, because the reroute, you know, would um, contaminate our, our, um, our water that's underneath the ground, our aquifers. So that's really not an option there. We're demanding that Line 5 be shut down here in Bad River. Um, thank you for sharing that White House call because that's, that's the number that, that we're sharing in this urgent call, solidarity with our allies to shut down line line five, and we're also networking and hosting multiple events that have um, most recently um, ended here in Superior. Our most recent event um, with our allies, our line three allies. So it was pretty powerful. That's one of the pictures that I'm sharing is behind me. Um, it's it was a Flotina, um, a sister event in Ashland, and we also had a Flotina, Flotina on the Namadji River. We were able to share some of the history about the uh, Namadji River and how that water was poisoned by oil. Um, while we're building this strong uh, No Line 5 movement with our um, Line 3 water protectors, our veterans, so... Again, I want to say Jimmy Gwich to all of our water protectors and, and thank you for all the sacrifices that you're making and to support our water protectors um, as they're, um, we still have a few that are going to court and it's upcoming and, and pending. Um, right. Please stay um, connected. Uh, check the Communities United by Water. Um, go to the Facebook page, Native Lives Matter, Great Lakes, we're organizing from there. And there's a few um, more links that I shared with our most recent events leading up to National Day of Awareness that we're, that we're building um, here in Wisconsin. Jimmy, go ahead, Robert. Right on, right on. Hey, Jill, I want to remind our audience who Enbridge is. It's a foreign country, or it's a, it's a company from a foreign country. And uh, they're raising havoc amongst Turtle Island, going through reservations, going through aquifers. Uh, tell, tell our audience a little bit more about Enbridge and, and what you're dealing with. People need to know it's so important for people to be aware of who and what Enbridge is. This is a foreign corporation taking a shortcut from Canada 
through Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, through the Great Lakes, through hundreds of rivers for for oil that goes back to Canada to be refined and exported. We don't get any of it. So people need to understand we get all the risk to our to our land and water with no benefit. If people knew that, I think they'd be more outraged. The other thing I want to say, Robert, is that Enbridge and Canada is holding this document right here over our head. This is the 1977 U.S.-Canada Treaty. People need to look this up. It gives Canada the right to go unobstructed through our land and water, unobstructed. The governor of Michigan has told, Governor Whitmer has told Enbridge, get out, you know, shut this down. You know, this this pipeline is 70 years old. It had a 50-year lifespan. It is rotting under the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes is a non-renewable resource. You know, this, this is positively unsustainable. And um, if, if people look this up, you will see that both Canada and Enbridge are waving this in the governor Governor Whitmer's face. Oh, no, we don't have to get out because we got this little treaty here. Well, you know what, Canada, and you know what, Biden, we've broken every treaty we've made with the indigenous people. Why are we holding on to this one? Why are we? I want answers. And people need to ask these questions and not only ask questions, Robert, we need to demand answers. It is obscene that we are taking a Canada first posture. That 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 that's outrageous to me. And I'm sure it will be to all your listeners. So it is so important to let Biden know you're aware of this treaty. 1977 Transit Pipeline Treaty. This needs to be revoked. Jill, absolutely. Jill, one of the things I want you to bring up, too, is, uh, you know, we're here in Minnesota in a drought situation. So these pipelines are being exposed and bending. And talk a little bit about that. Well, so, you know, as, as you know, the situation at, at Bad River, when that pipeline was, was, was put there 70 years ago, it was 320 feet from, from, the, from the river. It is now six, maybe at the most eight feet, eight more feet, more feet fall into the river. That pipeline will be free falling and right. it will and millions of gallons of oil will seep. And I sat in court in uh in madison when the ban took took it to the federal court and and was was asking for an emergency shutdown and i might tell you what there were 30 embridge executives sitting in that courtroom you know they looked like a bunch of clones you know like 30 some white guys about 35 36 same suit same haircut watching over the judge to make sure he ruled for embridge and during that the judge actually chastised the bad river band or you should have done more you could have done more to prevent this i'm like what you know which came first the chicken or the egg right, right. i mean right. it's ludicrous to bl- blame it blame it on the band so um again just another thing to be outraged about they don't call me badass for nothing i think i earned that don't you think yeah, and I think we beeped that ass word out, too, so I don't know. Hey, oh. <laughs> you never know. Hey, uh, we got a crack crew back at the AM950, so uh, they're on top of it. One of the things, uh, you know, I want to I bring uh, Native Lives Matter back into the situation here. This is a, a, a thing that we... We, we always seem, you know, I would not probably have this radio show if originally Standing Rock put their pipeline right through Brismark as they said they were going to. Instead, they put it through the Standing Rock Reservation. And here we are, seven, year la- seven years later. Mm-hmm. What's your comment on that? It's, 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 it's just amazing that we're still here all these years later fighting... Um, these bad actors from different countries coming in and messing up our soil and our land and our air and our water. Well, for one, we are targeted. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, it's not by mistake. Um, they have the billions of dollars that, that they, they do their research and it is, uh, you know, for native lives matter, um, you know, native lives are, are tied to native lands. 
and this is um, historical, um, ongoing, and um, it's it's classic of of this uh, genocidal efforts. Um, it's the target of those those populations. Um, there's it's it's by design that our, these pipelines do cross um, our tribal lands, and um, and it's heavily researched by them. Um, it is a um, a foundational um, description of environmental injustice. We are the ones that are targeted. Um, it's our water. It's our it's our land. Um, it's our women. Um, with the pipelines and the um, extraction industry um, contributing here in tribal lands, you know, it directly correlates to the violence against indigenous peoples. Absolutely. Why don't we come back and talk a little bit about that, too, and then also uh, talk about more uh, calls to action so our listeners can reach out to whomever and support whomever that you guys see fit. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. For years, my father sexually abused me. For years, I abused alcohol and drugs to stop the hurt and rage. For years, I was afraid I would become a perpetrator just like him. I'm sober now. I've received help to recover from sexual abuse. I rely on our pipe, our ceremonies, and our culture. For the rest of my life, I'll be learning how to live with my past because overcoming the abuse of my childhood has made me the strong man that I am today. As men in our Indian communities, we must hold each other accountable and overcome our own past of sexual abuse so that we can break this cycle. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Metro Transit is proud to offer the free use of IRA for transit trips, an app that connects blind and low vision customers to a live agent for navigation assistance. IRA can help you determine your location, read schedules, find your next transfer, navigate stations and platforms, and general trip planning, and is now available in Spanish. Learn more and download the app at aira.io. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration, where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. US. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh. Oh. Hey, uh, I want to, uh, Renan, I want you to give us a one last uh, call to action here. And we're talking uh, to these two, uh, you know, I want to say BAs because, you know, we're a family show. Uh uh, a call to action. We're talking about Emmerich. We're talking about a lot of things and, and how not only call to action, but you were ending that last segment, how everything's intertwined with, with you know, we got MMIW. I know when they were working on line three in Minnesota, we had people disappearing. We had all these people come in from all over the country uh, with no care in the world about who we are and where we are and our women and uh a call to action would be great to have here before while we wrap this uh, segment up. To me, um, 
Yes, the uh, violence, violence against the land and violence against the women and the water are directly correlated with these pipelines and the extraction industry. As we see an increase of the, um, the workers, the man camps, the man camps may look a little different, but they still serve um, the man camps. Sometimes they're in our casinos or in our hotels. We directly correlates with the increase of violence and the uptick of uh, the reports of violence that we're, that we're getting um, with the sexual assault, and um, those are, are the trafficking, the um, increased drug use, um, directly correlating with the pipeline. Those are the um, core factors of um, um, missing and murdered indigenous um, epidemic, and. Um, this is well documented. Um, most recently, we've seen we've seen the um, um, we've seen this locally here with uh, pipeline three. So this is well known. So this is what we're we're here to defend the sacred, defend the water, uh, protect our sacred water carriers, um, and the indigenous. Indigenous peoples are our trans two-spirit peoples here. Um, we are targeted as tribal people on tribal lands and also in our tribal communities. We've seen examples of this environmental injustice down in the Twin Cities when they were um, trying to um, um, secure that land base down there for mm -hmm. their community garden. So right. those are um, those examples of an environmental injustice. This is historical. This continues. Um, we are targeted by the, this billions, billions of dollars of transportation and, and uh, the um, extraction industry. Um, and oh. it is also well known to them that our lives are tied to these lands our subsistence, our fisheries, our waters, our cultural ways, our medicines are tied to these lands. Um, it's interesting too that Jill has, has got a lot of that background about Enbridge and um, no one has really actually asked them, why are you down here um, in the United States? Why didn't you just build your pipeline up in Canada? Mm -hmm. um, those are good questions. And one of the answers to that question is that they could not meet the environmental requirements in order to um, run that pipeline um, across Canada, because right. you know it. It so there they are trespassing, impeding, you know, into our tribal lands and and into these communities that are not able to um, hold them back or or resist because of the. Um, economic statuses also um and so the battle continues absolutely here. and in with line five um the horrors that we look at here is that it's not just in bad river there's a ticking time bomb over here in michigan i mean whoever what type of insanity whatever um you know bury pipelines underneath a, a lake like that, you know, is is horrifying. So there's there's multiple spots that are the battle continues. There's upcoming um, events here over Labor Day weekend. There's a large event where um, those communities in Upper Michigan were walking across the bridge demanding that the line five be shut down. Um, we do have support with the legislation there, mm -hmm. and um, so that's a blessing. One, um, another strength that we have here um, in Wisconsin with Line 5 is we have strong tribal support. We have st um, strong uh, tribal chairman um, putting that demands out there. Um, the band is in total opposition to the ongoing trespassing here. Um, that pipeline has been trespassing um, across Bad River. So we have multiple opportunities. So 
we we feel pretty um, optimistic that we're able to build that that strength that's needed for visibility and we're um we're so honored that you're able to share these calls yeah. um, to help to help build um, um over here in line five in wisconsin yeah absolutely we need more, we need more with the native vote um here in wisconsin um statewide absolutely and i want i want Jill, to uh got to call out to 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 our governor so yeah well i want to uh, get uh, jill on here for the final minutes here and give a call yeah. to action uh talk about your court and uh, the support that we need to give you too because uh this, this is an amazing thing that you've been doing for quite a few years and uh we need to uh really get out and get the vote out get out to uh this uh this action and the the numbers of people and the calls really make a difference And it looks uh, like, oh, there we go. And, yeah. And uh, I also want to say that in the calls, when you call to shut down, we don't want them to just stop line five. We want it shut down. We want it shut down. This is rotting underneath the Great Lakes. This is unsustainable and it's unacceptable. We also need to be demanding that Biden declare a climate emergency instead of continuing yeah. to open up more land uh, 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 for pipelines. He needs to declare a climate emergency that would free up billions of dollars to develop green, you know, green alternatives, you know, sustainable uh, uh, alternatives to, to our, our, our fuel uh, dependence. So, you know, all those things are, we, we just have to stay on them every day so that they know we know. You know, that's what I said in, right. the, in the video as I was arrested. We know you know, do something. Right. So, uh, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate. Uh, I want to give a shout out and a thanks to the the um, to the attorneys who are defending us. That is hard work. That is hard, hard, uh, gut wrenching work. And I I'm just so appreciative to them and all the water protectors. And I love you all. And the last thing I have to say is is um, you know together we rise and divided we succumb. And we're not going to succumb. We're going to rise together mm. and we're going to conquer this beast. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much. And uh, this is the end of our show. And we really appreciate you guys stopping in. We're going to do this again. And maybe we'll, we'll get you out here in a week or so really to promote uh, what's okay. going up uh, uh, line five. Really appreciate it. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It is the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group run for office, vote. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier, now.